welcome to the Pig and Whistle at Tales from Azeroth. As always here at the Pig and Whistle Inn in Stormwind, I go for a variety of subjects with regards to World of Warcraft. I grab a bottle or a pint, sit back and enjoy. This midweek episode we'll be going over some of the forum posts and I've got a couple that I've picked out for you here this, uh, or today I should say, and uh, one of them's a bit simple, the other one, you know, it's a bit more juicy, but we'll do the simple one first and that is playing retail is exhausting. So many buttons, so many mechanics, so many things to keep my eyes on, like I'm just trying to play Orgavoka and uh, feel like my eyes are just stuck on my character's resource bar and not standing in bad in the bad instead of just looking at the game. That's the entire post. So firstly, if you're staring at your resource bar as an Orgivoker, that's not Blizzard's fault, that's your doing. That is a you problem. So the way that any sort of class or the specialization that you play is that you learn it, you learn the rotation, and eventually you do it off by heart. Like you start off by just staring at your action bars and like, okay, I need to press this, I need to press this. But by the time that you've played it for a month or two, you're like, oh, okay, I don't even need to look at my action bars. I don't need to look at where my key bindings are or what I'm pressing. Like that gives you the freedom to look at the game as a whole. And yes, you're meant to be looking at sort of the bad stuff on the ground because you shouldn't be standing that shit if you're doing Mythic Plus, raiding, etc. So you have to keep an eye out on that. So this is more of a thing where you just have to keep playing the game. Some people find it a lot more difficult than others to not look at their management, like resource bar, but you don't need to stare at it. You can just take a glance at it, whether it be mana, focus, or the org like timer buff, you know, it has like up to 15 seconds for the like augmentation buffs essentially. Um, but yeah, it, it just takes time to learn your rotation and to get it down to where it's just naturally pressing your buttons without having to like essentially look at your action bar. And it's the same for every other class. Once you start playing another class, you're just staring at your action button and you're not looking at the actual game itself. That's the same with PvP. When I go into an arena as a mage, I'm staring at my action bar because I have no idea what the cooldowns are. I have no idea and I have no actual kind of instinctive way of knowing when my cooldowns are up. As a boomkin though, I know exactly when my like leap or disengage is up. I know exactly when I can clone my fury of a loon. I know when my incarn is up. I know many different things and I know my rotation to keep dots up. I know when I've got instant Starfire procs, you know, so many different things that can uh, help with my rotation. I know exactly when they're popping up and I don't need to look at my action bar at all for it. So it's just one of them things that you have to constantly keep playing at and eventually you do get there and you will be able to view the game as it was meant to be viewed, which is you can see the actual nice graphics and the game play out and stuff like that. But it just takes time. This one I'm not too annoyed about. It's more, it it's something that a lot of people get annoyed and upset about because they might feel the same way. But it's just a you've got to keep at it kind of um, deal more so than anything. The next one is a bit uh, more fun. So buff hunters, please. This is for Season of Discovery. It's not fair. Shadow priests get these insane buffs. And my class is constantly getting crapped on. 
Why do we keep putting the little guys down? Rogue is literally top DPS on Warcraft logs now, but they get buffs to Saber Strike. Warriors are doing 300 DPS on some fights, but no, let's get those hunters. You guys want a petless hunter, but the reality is this is how the Burning Crusade was. Just because all you guys are living in Wrath's talents slash spells doesn't mean I can't live in the Burning Crusade. Enough is enough, Blizzard. So, if you guys don't know what's happening in Season of Discovery right now, there are a few nerfs and buffs that came into the game. Um, a couple of them were hitting Hunters, and there were a lot of buffs, more so than nerfs. Shadow Priest got buffs to Twisted Fate, Homunculi, a couple other things. Um, this is why he's saying that they're getting insane buffs when the homunculi is like a 100% damage increase. So instead of doing three damage per punch, they're doing six damage per punch. Um, it's not amazing, but you know, it's something. Um, the twisted fate is very good. It's now, it does 50% increased damage rather than 20%, but you have to take off the homunculi for it, so there is a trade-off. You can't get both for obvious reasons, hence why they're buffing each. And the reason that Blizzard are doing this is because they said that they wanted every class to feel like a warrior um, at endgame, because warriors at endgame do a shit ton of damage. They don't want everything to get nerfed and stuff. Now, going back to this, this person's upset because hunters are getting nerfed. More specifically, pets and kill command, I'm pretty sure. So, there, I'll, I'll give you some backstory. There are pets in Season of Discovery. There was a scorpion that has been nerfed twice already. And there is a wind serpent. These pets have different abilities to those that have uh, the normal sort of claw and bite abilities. They have a lightning breath and a sort of poison for the scorpion. Now... Kill Command increases the damage of uh, the next abilities by a certain percentage. And what these abilities were hitting for was about 100, 100 to 150 damage, you know, after a Kill Command. To put this into perspective, a level 25 in decent gear has about 1,000, we'll go for a warrior, about 1,200 health. Like, this is like fully best in slot almost. About that sort of deal, 1,000 to 1,300, anywhere in between there. Now, if a pet is hitting you for 120 every few seconds and their kill command is up every several seconds, you can see where the problem like lies, right? It, stuck, it got to the point where in PvP, a hunter's pet alone, just the hunter's pet, would be able to 1v1 an actual player. That isn't fair. That isn't fair at all. I don't care how many people cry about it, that shouldn't be the case. It should be that, yes, if you're a Beast Mastery Hunter, your pet should be doing a lot of your damage, should be doing about 60-70% of your damage. But... The hunter should be contributing to that damage as well, because that is a normal playstyle. And the reason that they're doing this is because this would probably make it a lot easier for bots to just send in their pet and to gold farm and stuff like that. So let's face it, that's not enjoyable. It shouldn't be how the class is played. 
because yes, you want it like TBC where you just press kill command, but you actually had to press kill command and do a rotation around it as well. Like you still had to do stuff. You can't just let your pet do absolutely everything. You still have to help. So this was another comment that was made on this post. Dude, in Black Fathom Deeps currently, you go Marksman and out past Beast Mastery. So what, what this guy is referring to is uh, this comment that was made on this post. The world doesn't revolve around uh, Black Fathom Deep passes. This is the raid, the level 25 raid. Nobody cares. These are mostly PvP adjustments, which are far more important. This does make sense because they are targeted for PvP adjustment, more so than anything. So, that is what I'm about to read is in response to that. Dude, in Black Fathom Deeps, currently, you can go Marksman and outpass Beast Mastery. It's not even strong in PvE. In PvP, all hunters have right now is their pet damage. If they get dead zoned, there is no real way, unless you go survival, to do damage equivalent of a wet. N- yeah, uh, do the damage equivalent of a wet noodle and pray for a 20% wing clip root spam, rock, while your pet flaps its wings uh, or something. Bite and claw, do not go through armour, though anything melee is going to absolutely wreck the class, with no form of spell kick is meant to wreck melee classes. Firstly, hunters, like, weak points are meant to be melee, aren't they? Like, even in actual classic, their their weaknesses is kind of melee classes, especially ones that can close the gap, like Rogue and stuff. Um, Next iteration of Warriors will get Intercept with Warbringer, will give them two charges every ten seconds, and also remove Root. I don't know if uh, Warriors have Warbringer as a rune in Classic, I haven't checked. If warriors have Warbringer as a rune in Classic, then yes, they are allowed to charge in combat. But Warbringer was brought in during Wrath of the Lich King. So if they don't have that rune, then they can't charge in combat. Um, Hunters get a five-second pet stun, or if you're feeling extra sadistic, okay, a scatter fane every 30 seconds. The class will have zero kite. It already is hard countered by a rogue with enough of a brain to gouge their pet. The class is going to die because of all these noobs who don't know how to PvP properly. Okay, firstly, don't know how to PvP properly. There's a literal clips out there of rank 1 players, like decently geared, who got 1v1'd by this, uh, like, uh, scorpion pet when it was, like, before it was nerfed. Literal rank one players. So, are you going to tell me that they don't know how to PvP? I, I don't think so, bud. So, so many brain dead, brain brain deads going on forums, spewing nonsense, and getting a class that could have been potentially awesome instead torched to the ground because they don't know how to use their abilities. Okay. Firstly, these classes don't have the abilities to get to a hunter yet. So I would imagine that they're balancing it for the endgame content at level 25. And then when they get to the second phase where your max level is level 40, then they would reevaluate and look at buffs and nerfs again. I wouldn't imagine these are going to sit for long. 
okay? People need to chill when it comes to Season of Discovery. It is meant to be a sandbox mode, and Blizzard can play around with it however they like, because some things are going to be OP, some things are going to need nerfing, some things are going to need buffs. Take example, a Balanced Druid. I've, I love playing Balanced Druid. I think that I want to play Balanced Druid going into Season of Discovery. I do fuck all damage. That's the most generous way of saying it. So much so, my main rune that I'm meant to be using at level 25, Star Surge, is doing about 50 damage. To put that into context, my Wrath is doing more, so there's no point in pushing my Star Surge button. And as a, not consequence, but as a, you know, someone who loves the class and watches the, like, updates daily they are buffing star surge by 182 percent in the in its damage that'll bring up to more like 120 damage which is amazing because that's what they're doing they're just playing around with numbers it's a numbers game at the end of the day for season of discovery they're increasing like a couple other things for balance druid but if you really want to cry about your class not being good enough your pet's so low rank one players i do fuck all damage and i'm not complaining because i still think that it's quite a fun concept that they're doing in season of discovery and that's what it's meant to be about it's not meant to be like oh my god this is ridiculous we're getting nerfed to the ground you're not you're ultimately not getting nerfed to the ground because what they're doing is they're planning for the future in later phases where BM will be viable, where balance will be viable, where feral druid will be viable. All of these uh, specs that weren't viable, and there's a fuck ton of them, like at Endgame, Warrior and Rogue were really... Warrior, Rogue, Warlock, Specs... Like, only one spec in each of these classes was viable, if that, because druids weren't viable unless you were a resto druid. Like, it's one of them things. Top raiding guilds brought one resto druid to the raid. The reason? To provide a buff. That was it. That was their reasoning for bringing a fucking druid. Like, people need to calm it down with this. Season of Discovery, they're going to play around with the numbers so much, it's unreal. You might get nerfed one week, you might get buffed the next week, you might get a different buff the next week, you might get nerfed the next week, you know. They are just making sure that every single spec is viable at the end game. And they have to play around with the numbers early because, well, we're going to be sad level 25 for a, a couple months, I would imagine. So a pet that can beat someone in a 1v1 rank 1 players for a couple months will kill the game. Because there's clips of people literally using Eyes of the Beast and just walking around Ashenvale with their pet. And 1v1-ing players. That shouldn't be a thing in Classic. And if you think it should, then you are sadly mistaken. And I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. you just got to get over it. you got to get over yourself if you think that these nerfs are bad. Because the nerfs can be a lot worse. And uh, you've had a, a bit of fun playing around with the, oh, my pet can 1v1 rank 1 players. But now it's getting brought back into line with things. You know, it's one of them things. It's always going to happen. It's going to happen to many classes over the course of the season of Discovery. But, hey, it is what it is. Ah, well, I went on with that one for a bit too long. Or a bit longer than I thought. But that is it for this episode. Thank you all very much for listening, as always. Do check out all of the socials down below. Constant stuff happening. 
But as always, thank you all very much for listening. And go with Valor, friend. Goodbye, all.